if you've been thrown into this world of responsibility, bills, and adulting without your consent, then Elo is for you. Hello, my name is Haraji Elo, and you're welcome to the Elo podcast. Elo is an Igbo word that means to think deeply and deliberately. On every episode of Elo, my guest and I have the most sincere conversations about real life stuff like growing up, career, education, money, finance, faith, friendships, and relationships. So if you're willing to not just survive adulting, but to actually thrive and enjoy yourself while at it, then grab a seat and let us take this journey. Hello. Uh, today we have John with us, and John is a business growth consultant and plenty, plenty other things. But I'd prefer to have John introduce himself. Okay, uh, so my name is John Ioha. Like he said, I'm a business growth consultant and a personal development coach. I'm uh, soon to be husband and one wife. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. John's wedding is coming up soon and you know. Okay, now <laughs> now you're saying more than I have, I have said. So yeah, so that's about it. Yeah. Alright, so today what we would be be looking at um, okay, the topic on sabotage, breaking free from mental limitations and imposter syndrome. For some of us that don't know, imposter syndrome is, this is a loose definition though, is you know that that, um, that feeling when you're doing something good and sometimes you're like, is this really, are you sure I'm not like being given free, free stuff? Or um, it's just, it's just... <laughs> so should I come in? Okay. Okay, so basically stuff will start to happen to you and exactly. you would you would ask whether you deserve it. Whether you deserve it. You'd be asking whether this is uh, this is something that is meant for you, mm. and you'd be asking whether you fit into it. Sometimes you'd be asking whether you are qualified to stay in that position for a long time. Mm-hmm. Now you are going to ultimately ultimately be, be thinking that you are going to mess up, mm. uh, and and, and, and then, most times most times you eventually mess up. Yeah, most times <laughs> you do because you believe you are going to. Yes. Because. Uh, the imposter syndrome tells you that you're not psychologically fit for any good thing coming to you. Mm. Uh, so, so that by itself, I mean, b- by definition, we see that, that that's detrimental to to your growth. I mean, how do you desire growth but be afraid when it comes? When it comes. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, most times you end up by yourself sabotaging yourself. Yeah. Uh, it's, and you it's take like, actions that... Exactly. I mean, it's like entering into a relationship with a young woman and then expecting her to cheat yes eventually she will eventually cheat. you're going to see that even <laughs> if she doesn't cheat you're you going do. to you're going to play a situation in your head where that has happened yes and that's going to make you feel insecure and and then your insecurity is going to destroy your relationship, relationship. So, how so. often do you see this in your experience with everybody, every time. Every, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody has a dose of imposter syndrome. It's okay. down to how well you manage it. What's the worst you've seen? The worst I have seen. Huh, the worst I have seen, I can't speak in public. Okay. Uh, but but, but it, was, it was really bad. It spoiled a really good thing. Mm. Yeah, so... Um, it, it was... Um, 
I think I'll skip this one. Yes. But there are really bad cases. Really, really bad really, cases. Really, really bad cases. Uh, where, where you keep on doubting yourself and ultimately doubting those people around you who just want to be there for you. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I don't deserve this. I, 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 maybe this is not for me. Maybe they are just playing with me. Yes. Maybe they are exposing me to opportunities to use me. You keep on giving excuses why you don't deserve what you deserve. Do you think it's because of previous experiences or everybody's just born with this? I think it's exposure, one. Okay. I think it's exposure. I, I think it's also, in a big way, ha- has to deal with what you have been indoctrinated indoctrinated to believe so i think one of the great ways where where you have less of less of this is with good parenting yes so when your parents keep on telling you that you deserve the best yes so you deserve the best and not not just by speaking they train you to deserve the best Mm. now if that is happening to you when you come into the real society and you start to see that great things are happening to you you would always feel that yes that that this is not even it yet yes I'm, there's I'm more in, there's more so so the other day was two weeks back some somebody asked me it was on a sunday uh she said ah you're a big man no? and i smiled and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> i've not even started though i've not started yes. and then the person said uh, the person was asking for a particular contact of some big deal guy yeah. in town. And I said, okay, let me send you the number. I had a meeting with him the other day. Mm-hmm. And then she said, ah, you're having meet- meetings. So then I said this thing. And it dawned on me after I said it that, okay, I have been, indoct- I've been indoctrinated to believe this. She said, you're having meetings with, with big men. Then I said this. I said, no meeting is too big for me. Yes. And, and I truly believed truly when believed I said this. You know, so, so right now, because of the processes I have been through, really hard times, mm. but then they have resulted to days like this. Mm. Uh, so, so mentally in my mind, I, I, I don't, it would be hard for imposter syndrome to happen to me. It would be really hard. It would be, it would be maybe because I'm having a really bad day. Yeah. And then I don't have my A game. But if I'm in my zone, uh, that's that's not something that happens. Mm. Yes. So so exposure to great parenting, you constantly trying and doing your best to believe in yourself. Yeah. Having people who constantly boost you, you know, friends who are not trying to measure you up to where you are right now, but where you want to be. Yeah. You know, so they are telling you that okay. We're still there. We're still moving. They're, they're, they're making you a believer in yourself and your dream. Yeah. Why? Because you see how much they believe in what you do. So I think if we have all this, then we're, we're, we're many steps away from thinking that we are imposters in our own story. I mean, that's your own story. It's your own personal it's story. It's your story. You cannot be an imposter. Mm. You know, so that's how I see that. Okay. Now, you, you said something about friends, and I, th- I think it's something that young people can relate to. Mm-hmm. I know I've had experiences with friends that often, I avoid them though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> friends that always try to play down on your efforts and your results. Yeah. You know, you're having um, a series of successes, and they're like, oh, and because papa get money, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. How do you deal with people like that 
end those conversations. Uh, so, so I'm not saying end the friendship, but don't give them the opportunity to always remind you of where you're coming from or the opportunities they think that you deserve. Mm. So end those things and then before you know you're, you're seeing that you're, you're, you're not affected by, by the statements of these people. So you are ending those conversations very quickly as they say something, yes. give an opinion immediately that opposes what they say. So not just for them, but for you. For your sake. <laughs> yes. So it's not just because you are doing a great comeback. Yes. No, because you are actually you actually have to answer your brain now. Mm. Because so they are talking, and then that that voice they are sounding with now is is it negative in your head? Yes. Like, why you have, I mean, so you know big men, eh? Small boy like you. Small like, boy. No. <laughs> I'm not a small no, boy. Normally, I'm not uh, a small boy. I'm not a small boy. Yes. So you tell, you tell them, you don't know the meetings I have had this week. I am mm-hmm. not, a small, not a small person. No meeting is too big for me. Mm. You say that, and before you know it, you start to believe it. Mm. And the imposter syndrome thing is, a belief system yeah so once you change that belief system to a more positive outlook you're good to go all right all right now let's talk about solutions now okay. i think we've breached a little of it yeah we have a little so how do you how do you is that like a six key points to dealing with i wish there was <laughs> i mean so dealing with imposter syndrome yeah i could just say first of all so let me speak in twitter language be with people that gas you up okay yeah so <laughs> be with people that gas you up yes like man well done oh, you're yeah. doing well you mm-hmm. know like like even when they're going to criticize you let them always come from the positive like okay. this was such an excellent event yeah you're, you're killing it but we need to improve on this. Yes. Not, man, like you're feeling, you know, I don't get, you know, we can do better with this and this. No. Mm-hmm. You have people who constantly want to tell you what you are doing right and can and want to tell you what you can improve on. Yes. Because negativity would affect the energy you carry. Yes. So that's one. There will be people who gas you up for the great things you do, but would also constructively criticize, criticize you. Criticize and tell you upfront yes. when you're so, messing up. So, uh, secondly, if you can catch up with the process, uh, and then you still, you, or maybe you are a parent, or you you have people over you, make sure that you start to draw pictures for them. Mm. So this will come in the place of mentorship. Yes, uh, have mentors that can draw pictures for you, tell you where where you can be in no time if you apply yourself. Okay. So that means I'm not talking about just people who gas you up. Have mentors that push you that forward. Push you, that hold you accountable. Yes, they push you, they hold you accountable. So they might not be mentors, they'll be friends. Because this this is how we we cover the gap that's, in quotes, uh, uh, unintentional parenting. Yes. Uh, um, Cost. Has created. Yes. So I mean, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's bad par- parenting. <laughs> yes. I'm just it's just that they overlooked certain things. Yes. So it was unintentional in the sense that we just wanted to raise this child, mm. and nothing about uh, how do we fix them up mentally? How do we fix them up when it comes to career and their personal development? Yes. And because all of this was not done, I beg that anybody listening to this does well. To find mentors who can hold their hand through the phase and tell them what to do so that um, 
in some way, if somebody's leading you, yeah. you're not afraid of where you're going to. That by itself reduces the impression of being an imposter. Mm. Yeah. So, so yeah. I, I was going to ask, I was going to ask, imposter syndrome, mental limitation, there are other limitations, I think, that are not really imposter syndrome. But concerning imposter syndrome, is there like a role of gender in all of that? Okay, so yes, this is something I frequently talk about. I tell people that any child that has been exposed to leadership okay. growing up is is at um is not really going to suffer this as much as the child who wasn't exposed to leadership. Okay. So so a child who has been exposed to leadership would not be would not suffer this in the same measure as a child who wasn't exposed to leadership. Yeah. Now leadership in growing up many times would be accorded to the male gen- gender. Yes. So you are growing up, they tell you keep keep the house. Um, take help, care of, take care of all take care of everybody. <laughs> yes. And simple things like simple things like please wash my car. Yes. That by itself is leadership. It's responsibility. It's responsibility. So any child accorded leadership and responsibility is going to not it's less likely it's to less likely to to feel that I'm not in the place where I should be. Yes. So yes. so go and wash the car. Go and put on the borehole. Go and on Jen. Go and put on the Jen. <laughs> you know all of these small things. Yes. We play with them, but uh-huh, in a, in a great way, they, they they make us more responsible people. More responsible. They make us they make us also think that we can handle things. Yes. So uh, uh, the the we need to watch him. A movie my mom would tell me go down the road and go and borrow some films there were the video stores there oh then so i, I remember that. so you trek maybe like two miles yes to the video store i was barely 10 yes you go and get those you bring out 15 from your, your pocket, pocket and pay for one and pay for the other one yes i was already doing tra- transactions at eight nine yes so to a very great extent Coming into society and then having to be responsible was not an issue. But the if there was a girl in the house, yeah. the truth is that she would not have been told to walk down the street, down to the video store to buy stuff to buy like stuff, that. Yeah. So I would say if you have um, a girl, if you have yeah. um, a, a, a female child, do well to experiment with responsibility and leadership if not you would see that they suffer this the most and uh, uh bios statistics the imposter syndrome is 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 a major thing for females mm. yeah okay thank you so much john for that now john you do a lot of a lot of um consulting a lot of advising for business startups and you understand how important relationships this is this a little digressing from the entire imposter syndrome but since we're talking about growth in career um i understand how important these relationships are but then it's usually not easy networking or meeting people or sustaining already established relationships so we're just going to it's going to be like a bonus for us so how do you go about that? Okay, so first of 
this comes back to the imposter syndrome. Yes. <laughs> you have to believe yourself. Yes. Uh, because there are some conversations that are going to look daunting. Yes. Uh, but you know they are important for your life and career. Yes. So you would have to have them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so if somebody is looking like uh, they are going to be important in your story, yeah. Uh, what, what's your excuse for not meeting them? For not starting a difficult conversation, conversation with, them with them and making sure that in one, two, three months that they are of uh, fundamental importance in your story. Yeah. Uh, I've done that many times and this is the result. And it's good. So you'd have to have difficult conversations with people mm. if you want to make the best relationships. Okay. Uh, it might not be their best day of the week. But you need them. Mm. You need to create a network that works for you. Mm. So um, you have difficult conversations. The first thing I I I'm seeing it in particular that these are difficult conversations, so you know that this thing is not easy. Mm. There, there, there are people who are not ready to talk to you, but you would have to talk to them. Communication is not easy, but communication is very intentional. And so, it's necessary. And it's necessary. So the first thing you have to do, if, if you discover that this is a relationship you need, do well to study the person. Okay. You, you can't have a conversation without knowing your audience. Yeah. You don't want to say something that is off color and then that spoils the entire thing for you. Yeah. Uh, you also want to make sure that you're doing proper personal branding. So the person already has a correct perception of you okay. before the conversation starts. Because people will not come to you if they don't perceive you as valuable. Yes. So now we're talking about value. Yeah. So therefore, this welcomes us to the fact that you cannot even attract the most valuable people if you are empty, a useless person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is harsh. Yeah, of course. I mean, left by itself is harsh. Have you heard about poverty? <laughs> I mean, poverty is harsh. Uh, yeah, poverty is really harsh. Yeah. So, so if somebody's saying, "Oh my God, yeah, calling people users," are you part of the people? <laughs> <laughs> All fingers are not equal. Do you have to be the short one? Uh, uh, no. The, the point here is this: every time you sound a little bit derogatory, yeah. people think all things derogatory are wrong. Yeah. Mm, but many times, it's just correctional. Yes. We cannot decide to stay down and be entitled to our positions down. Mm. So, if you want to attract people value, do well to have value. Yeah. Uh, because relationships are about reciprocity. Yes. And therefore, to have a sustainable relationship with somebody of value, yes. I also have to have value. Mm. Uh, the fact that I can sit down with you and then talk off the top of my head and we can do this for one, two hours. If we want to, yes. it's because you have recognized that there's value here. Yes. So, but if there was no value here, we'd not be having this conversation. Definitely. This, this is a consistency of value for many people. Okay. That people would only want to bring you close because there's a benefit. And that's not even terrible. That's just human that's nature. That's just human nature. Yes. Now, how do you deal with um, people that are obviously more valuable than you? And, okay, how do investors, mentors, how do you brand yourself as someone that has something to offer them? What, what do you actually have to offer them? You have to be a giver. 
I know that sounds Pentecostal, <laughs> but you have to be a giver. Yes. Uh, for for people who your value is great. Yes. To them to yes. see. Yes. But many times not to collect from. Okay. So they see you and they're like, oh my God, Harachi, you are a brilliant young man. Okay. But they I don't, am a brilliant. Yeah, of course. I mean, <laughs> I, I see that. But but they're not using your brilliance to do anything. Yes. Yet. So you must take them to that place. Okay. Therefore, it is your job to sustain such relationships, not their job. Okay. Uh, because on the scale of value, they are many times more valuable than you. Yes. So who needs who? You need them. Okay. Uh, so I was talking to somebody the other week. We had such, such a great career session and then she disappeared. And then she hit me up and said, uh, Sai, you forgot me. I'm like, why should, why should I remember you? <laughs> and she was like, oh, that's really harsh. I'm like, no, I'm serious. Why should I remember you? I'm the one who gave you value. I'm the one who still gives you value. Mm. If you need value, who should be pushing who? Mm. It's the same thing. So, so, so when we talk about sustaining those relationships, I won't do it in, to sustain that relationship. Mm. In fact, to, to, to get my mind to the point where I believe that she honors a valuable relationship, I have to wait for her to do something about it. Mm. So if she doesn't say, hey, what's up? Let's see how you, you just can... let it slide. I'll just, I'll just let it go. Just let it, 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 it The question is who needs who? Okay. Very harsh, but it's the truth. So, yeah. So, um, it doesn't have to be in tangible gifts. It can be tangible gifts. It, it can, be, it can your, be tangible gifts. Yes. It can be your presence. Okay. It can be I'm ready to help. Okay. I have mentees right now who are designing websites for me. Yeah. And I'm asking how much. And business like, no, that don't, don't worry about that, sir. Mm. Do I want to pay? Yes. Do they want me to pay? No. Does that make me see them in a better light? Yes. Mm. Because it shows me that they honor relationships. Mm. We we have made the issue of honor sound so draconian. Yes. That, that oh my God, is he not a human being like you? No, he's not a human being like you. If you have attained more in life, <laughs> you're only a human being like me in terms of biology. Yes. <laughs> Mentally, you're not. Not. Uh, you have attained more than me. You have gone to where I'm trying to go to. I, I should. Anything you want. You, you, you will not enter into a supermarket and I have money and I would let you pay. Mm. Uh, because I understand that it's me who needs you. Mm. So, yeah. So, my physical gifts, by your presence, like end of year now, I'm planning for how many people I have to send something to to say thank you. Yes. A friend's birthday is coming up. I'm thinking about what I need to get. I was talking to my baker the other day and I discovered that I've taken nearly eight cakes from her this this year. Because I <laughs> have how many months so far? <laughs> ten. <laughs> there have been ten months. <laughs> but basically I've I've had important people have their birthdays this year and I cannot but say thank you mm-hmm. because I cannot tell my life story without talking about how these people have changed everything for me mm. so okay that's on one end um, relating to people of more value um, I also want us to talk about recognizing value in people around us because mm. that's that's another that's part of what I'm learning 
you know it's it's very normal to to see the people around you finish that you don't recognize what they have to offer and maximize it i would say if you do not know even the basic relationships you have basic in court yes that you would you would see that people will be their best when they are not with you mm. yeah so so you you would have um let me give a fine example in one place peter is a fisherman yes in another place he's head of, head he's the leader of the church yes uh, so in one place all he could do was fish fish in the other place there was because because of the environment created around him substance was brought out mm. so many times you would discover that if you do not honor the people around you they'll be more functional with people that honor them yes so i mean using the same bible example he could do no miracles in capernaum yes uh, because i mean they'll, they'll say the prophet is not honored in his, in hometown. his hometown so because he was not honored there he was not functional there yes if you, it's it, it's almost impossible to be functional in a place you are not honored mm. so there are people around you already who have been of help to you who have been useful in your story who have been great in great in what has happened to you this year they have brought you out of disaster even mm. but you're treating them like they're normal friends they are no longer normal friends and and then you're treating them like people that you can just say, hey, go Zafa. Uh, <laughs> no, you have to, you have to, you have to change, change that. We are becoming very responsible adults and that has to change. Mm. You have to say, this Christmas, I'm taking all my friends who have been great, great to me for dinner. Yes. You know, we're nothing without people. I'm planning for my wedding now. Yes. And that reiterates that's that statement yes that i would be in a very tough situation if i did not have men if i did not have women i did not have friends who are more ready to help me than i'm ready to call and ask for help mm. yes i can admit that all right so finally finally um it's a few months to the new year and of course every new year people make new decisions make fresh decisions now concerning this concerning both the imposter syndrome both um, building relationships fruitful and tangible relationships that help um, what practical steps do you think people should take towards all of this okay um, go and believe in yourself okay. New Year, go and believe in yourself I mean, and I don't mean in the selfish way. Uh, you're not a belief system, but going with all the determination you have in your bag. Mm. So carry that in. Uh, believe that you can achieve all that you have set your mind to, to do. Mm -hmm. One, uh, do well to be intentional about relationships. So meeting new people, meeting people that matter to you. Do well to maximize your relationships that you already have. Yeah. And um, finally, beware of negative thoughts, beware of negative people. Yeah. I mean, you're just going to see that things by themselves, after you have done all this, you'll see things fall into place. That's all right, John. Thank you so much for your time for this. 
Thank you. Um, <laughs> not everybody knows the backstory to this, but <laughs> thank you so much, Joe, and I appreciate all of this. One day we'll tell the backstory. No, we won't. <laughs> we won't. <laughs> the backstory is probably not going to make it out. <laughs> you know, I, I had to like stop John. Um, this is a Monday morning. We're recording on a Monday morning, and John like had to take time off of work to do this with me. So I'm really grateful. I'm really grateful. It's not. It's not. It's not every day you see people of so much value pay attention to you like that. So thank you, John. You pay me in gold. I'm paying you in gold. No problem. <laughs> no problem. It's all right. Yeah. Uh, on that note. Thanks.